Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode 137. Today is going to wrap up 2022 for the podcast. And we're going to talk about doing a personal year in review through today's show. So I'll be sharing some personal stories and reflections from this past year. And of course, giving you a few ideas and things you can try as this year comes to a close. So this is a great episode to listen to while you're wrapping gifts or running errands, while you're cleaning your closet or going for a walk Whatever it is that you like to do while listening to a podcast, I really just want to join you in that and share some things to explore, stories to consider as you do that. And I know that so many of you have your hands full, especially these days. So we'll be sharing all the links and things mentioned in this episode over at KayleenElise.com. So when you're listening, you can just click over to the app and click the link in today's episode to head over and read the show notes or reference anything that I mentioned. So if you're new to the podcast and this is the first episode you're listening to, hello and thank you so much for stopping by and giving this podcast a try. You are listening to Celebrate Cultivate and I am Kayleen Elise Seuss. I'm an intuition coach and a mom of three living in Austin, Texas. This show this time is an invitation to slow down, take a few deep breaths, and it's a place where you can come to gather ideas, find some inspiration, and a bit of encouragement so that you can access your intuition, trust what you hear, and take aligned action. As we're easing into this episode and wrapping up the year and doing a year in review, I want to share a few resources and things that you can do to soothe your spirit, connect with joy, and access your intuition this season. First, you can practice and play with intuition for 21 days. I have a free course that will teach you how to strengthen the connection that you have to your intuition in just three weeks. You receive daily prompts and simple practices, and it's really just a nice way to dip your toe into this work of connecting to your inner wisdom. Or if you want a refresher and you don't want to have to think about what to ask your inner voice about, it's a really good resource for that. So that's called 21 Days to Intuition. You can sign up on my website for it, and it's totally free to explore and give a try. I will say that it's a great time of year to do that here as we're ending 2022. And at the beginning of 2023, we'll be inviting the community to come along with a 21 Days to Intuition as a collective. So that'll start sometime in early January 
February, and I'll be sharing more information about that as it comes. But again, 21 Days to Intuition is a great place to begin or reconnect if it feels like you've gotten out of the practice of listening to your intuition. Next up, we have The Gift of Intuition, which is a one-hour session that is a custom blend of guided meditation, intuitive inquiry, and mindset coaching with me to help you access your inner wisdom. So this is really the perfect antidote to the holiday hustle and the new year, new you bustle. It is a way to help you connect and recalibrate and find the answers and the calm that you seek from within. So if you have never worked with me before, but you want to try an inner voice session, this gift of intuition is really a great place to begin. Or if you've worked with me before and you just want a refresh, a reset, a reconnect, the gift of intuition is an excellent place to go. It's $222 for a one hour session. I have a few time slots available through the end of this year. And then I will be keeping the gift of intuition as an offering in January because I just feel like it is such a critical resource for those who need it to kind of get into that space of hearing your inner voice, connecting with it deeply, and then using that as a springboard for that aligned and inspired action that comes from listening to your inner wisdom. And then next, maybe, possibly, definitely my favorite offering, but not for everyone. It's called The Season Sessions. And as we embark on a new year, a new season, winter is nearly here, I want to invite you to embrace joy in 2023 and join the season sessions if it feels inspiring, exciting, and what your intuition is guiding you to do. So The Season Sessions is my signature coaching membership and community. We have private sessions every season to help you connect with your authentic self. We have group coaching calls and space to grow within a community. So we have Zoom calls, but we also have a Voxer room. There's a lot of resources and support for you and not in an overwhelming many, many hours of content sort of way, but in bite-sized pieces that help you embrace joy, connect with ease, listen to your intuition through the season of life that you're in and through all of the seasons of the year. So if you are interested in joining the season sessions, you can connect with me via email or check out the information that we have on the website. If you are curious but not sure if this is right for you, please get in touch. We can have a free call to kind of talk through what you're looking for and really determine through your intuition if this is the right fit for you this year. I'm so excited about the people who are in the season sessions right now, those who have signed up for their second year already. It has been an incredible experience having the season sessions in beta mode this year. But in 2023, we are not beta anymore. We've gone through the whole year. I've learned a lot. I'm excited to continue to play and tweak and offer exactly what it is that the group that's in it needs. So it will evolve and continue to grow as the group does. 
but it is tailored to you at the end of the day because it is a one-on-one experience with you and then also a group experience. So super exciting, really, really lovely. I had a, a conversation with one of our current members and she said that everything that she's done within the season sessions has been so beautiful, so helpful and transformative in terms of giving her the peace, the ease, the insight that she's been wanting from within in a way that hasn't felt like a lot of extra work or a lot of extra time. It is a bit of an investment financially right now to join. It's $1,111, but that is for the entire year. So it is something that, you know, is a purchase for sure. I don't want to downplay that at all, but the rewards that you were able to reap from that investment are are so much greater than that. Up next, we have something very new, exciting, and soon to share with you. And that is that we are going to do a winter solstice community Zoom on December 21st at 7 p.m. Central Time. It's $22 to sign up. So definitely on the flip side, a very affordable, accessible uh, opportunity for you to get in this energy. The way that we'll work is we'll flow through a guided meditation, then we'll do some intuitive intention setting for the winter season. And then we'll have space at the end of the call to connect with kindred spirits. This community is full of women, mothers, creatives, entrepreneurs, really incredible, inspiring people. And it is very elevating and uplifting to simply be in that energy, even if you're not in the mood to put on your camera, even if you're not in the mood to share, doesn't matter. It's just being in that environment, in that element, can be so nourishing and just amazing. So if you are interested, come over to the website, keelyelise.com, sign up for the Winter Solstice Community Zoom. It is on December 21st at 7 p.m. Central. Again, it's $22 to sign up. And when you sign up, you'll also receive access to a bonus that I'm testing out, playing with, and I'm really looking forward to your feedback on it. It's going to be an energy evaluation and realignment practice for you to take an assessment of where you are, where you're giving your energy, and how you can realign that with your inner wisdom. So I'm really, really excited to share that. It'll be included in the the sign up when you join the Winter Solstice Community Zoom. And if that time doesn't work for you, there will be a replay available to every participant who signs up. And lastly, there's just one more free guided meditation and inner voice journaling session on December 30th at 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern. This is with Bella Jess Lively's Living Room Community. These have been going on all year, and Bella has shared that they are not going to be doing the Living Room again next year. So I've been hosting these inner voice journaling sessions within that community all year long, and I'm curious how, you know, what will unfold for next 
next year, it's very likely that we'll be doing some sort of inner voice journaling offering here in my community uh, because I've been just loving these sessions. But if you want to kind of see what it's all about and take advantage of it being a free hour for you and for me to connect, then come on over to that. There's a link again in the show notes for today's episode to sign up for that. That is live only. So my recommendation is that you sign up, you put it on your calendar, and then if it flows on December 30th to come live, amazing. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. No worries. At least you you made the space for yourself to see if it would flow. Okay. That was so many updates, but I really do feel like sometimes at the top of the podcast, it's good to kind of share everything that's happening. And I'm really excited right now about this closing of 2022 and beginning of 2023. I am very much in the organizing, planning, ideation, energy. And I think that one of the things that happens when we are focused on flow and intuition is there can be this shunning or pushing against the the planning and goal setting side of things. And I often will talk about this with clients and with friends that there's like a pendulum that we are constantly swinging on from one side to the next. So if you were super type A and love to plan and color code your spreadsheets and all of these things, which I love and I used to love so, so much. And then you kind of swing to the other side of the pendulum, which is like, I don't keep a calendar. I just flow for my days and I see, see how I'm feeling in the moment. And I only take action, when it feels aligned and inspired, all of that is also really good and something fun to experiment with. But the reality of my everyday life, and probably many of yours too, is that I am accountable to external people, external forces, like my children's schedules, like my household's needs. And some of those things are not super flowy. And I can flow within the boundaries and within the circumstances that life presents with me, but I can't necessarily just like drop everything and flow all the time if I want a life of ease and connection because I've tried that. And what will end up happening is that I'm the last person on the list. I don't necessarily check in as much. And so I don't get that satisfaction and feeling of accomplishment or driving towards something if I don't orient myself and create some sort of boundaries along the way. So hopefully this is making sense. Hopefully it resonates. A personal year in review can be a really helpful way of just kind of checking in on what's happened this year and how do you feel about it? So it's a a way to look through the year without dwelling in the past because I don't think that that is supportive, but it's useful to kind of explore what has happened, what felt great, and then choose and be intentional about what you want to focus on, how you might want to shift your attention and perspective in the new year. So as I'm sharing all of this, it's a huge invitation to listen to your intuition, to do what feels good, to do what's resonating with you, and to let anything that isn't 
go. Just like let that go. You don't have to do all of this for it to count. And let this practice feel good. Whatever it is that you choose to do as you're wrapping up the year and starting a new year, let it feel good. Let it be fun and easy and uplifting. Take it in bite-sized pieces. You don't have to do all of it in one sitting. And take what you can from the experience. Like if you get halfway through a year in review and you're kind of done and over with it, don't force yourself to finish it. (laughs) You know, like maybe all you need was to go through half of it. So just take a playful everything is okay kind of energy with it and know that you're allowed to do whatever it is that you want and feels good. And just don't put that extra pressure on yourself to do a good job or do any of this perfectly. So as you sit down to do your personal year in review, and you don't have to sit down, right? You could be just like on a walk, thinking about it on a drive. As you're listening to this, you can kind of flow through with me and reflect on the pieces that stand out for you. But what I recommend is kind of to determine what are the main areas of your life. So if you were in high school and you were having certain subjects that you were going to for class, like what are the subject areas in your in your life right now? What are the kind of blocks of time that you're spending? What are the areas that you're focusing on or that exist for you? And by no means do I find it at all helpful to rank these and prioritize these because that can get really sticky and feel a little gross to me. So if that feels gross to you, don't do it. But And you can alphabetize them or you can just let them be in random order. But I'm going to share mine with you right now. And even like saying them in an order makes me feel nervous because I don't want to make it sound like the things I'm mentioning first are my highest priorities. But even if they are, that doesn't matter and it's totally fine. (laughs) I'm just more saying these do not have to be prioritized. These are just the main areas of your life. So for me, those areas right now in this year, in this moment in time are business, style, health, motherhood, community, spirit. And I would say with motherhood, it's like motherhood and family. And with spirit, it's like spirituality and myself. Okay. So those are my six areas right now that are kind of the main areas in my life. And so as you consider these six areas, ask yourself these four questions. What do I want to celebrate? What do I want to cultivate? What am I ready to release? And what am I ready to receive? And give yourself some time to journal, reflect, explore, talk with someone close to you, maybe a therapist or a coach or perhaps a a really good friend or mentor and talk through these. What are the main areas in your life? And then what are these reflections for each of those areas, these four questions? What do I want to celebrate? What do I want to cultivate? What am I ready to release? And what am I ready to receive? And do that for 2022. And I'll share mine here in a minute. But after you finish that, take a take a breath, take a beat, like go, you know, take some time away from it, but then come back to it and sit in that energy a little And then fast forward into 2023 
and play with manifesting in a way, again, that feels fun and exciting. But fast forward to 2023 and sit down with yourself a year from now and ask these same four questions in those different areas, or maybe there's some new areas, or maybe you dropped an area, but what are your reflections in 20, at the end of 2023? What are you celebrating then? What are you cultivating for 2024? What are you releasing at the end of 2023? And what are you ready to receive in 2024? So you can kind of play with time traveling and maybe one year out isn't like enough space for you to get inventive and creative and excited. So maybe you need to fast forward five years or 10 years or or 15 or 20, right? Like you can span time however it feels good for you. if you're not sure, ask your intuition and just trust that the number that comes through is is right for you. But after you reflect on this year in that energy of like, oh, wow, look at all that I accomplished and look at all the things that I still have yet to to explore and work on. Like, how do you want to feel in the future about that same process of reflection? Some people do this kind of journaling every single day, and it's called pre-paving in the manifesting community, but it's really just writing in a way that's as if things have already happened. And I have done that from time to time in my journal practice or even just in my awareness, kind of thinking through or playing out how things are going to go, how they'll flow, how I will feel after the thing has happened. And it can be very enjoyable. It can be a fun, well-rounded experience where it's not like this gripping pressure of manifesting, but just like an easy way to step into the energy that's already for you in the future. But enough about that. Let's get into my year in review. I'm excited to share this with you. And my hope is that in talking through some of these things and sharing my reflections, that you can take a few bits and pieces of inspiration, insights, uh, encouragements, and hopefully you can learn a little bit more about me personally, because that is part of what I'm here to share is my journey, right? And in sharing my journey, my hope is that it will inspire and empower you to continue to explore and expand and grow in yours. Okay, so that first block of what is happening in my life, what are the areas of my life is business. That is this podcast, Celebrate Cultivate. That is my coaching business. Um, This year, I actually kind of focused on growing a team and trying to expand while also focusing in on what it is that I I want to do. So I got a lot of clarity this year on who I want to work with and what I want to do and uh, what I want out of my, my business. So I'm celebrating hiring Jessica Chandler. She is our community experience curator. Jessica is my right-hand woman. She helps out so much behind the scenes, and this year has really 
stepped into helping support the podcast and the programs that I offer. She's also a member of our community. She has been a guest on the show. She's a member of the season sessions. So she's really, you know, coming to work with so much wisdom and experience in Inner Voice and in this community. For those of you who remember the original Celebrate Cultivate experience that was the the free reflecting and manifesting project that I offered, gosh, I think it was in 2018. Yeah, at the end of 2018, Jessica did that. So she's been here a long time and she is such a amazing source of encouragement and support for me. And so she absolutely deserves to be celebrated and is a huge piece of, of my business. The thing I want to cultivate in the new year is a wider range of offerings and ways to engage with this work. I want to refine and elevate what we already have and then create new resources, experiences, and products in that higher elevated energy. So right now we have the studio, which is where all of the online courses live, where the season sessions live. And I want to continue to develop and curate the experience in the studio. The retreats and classes this year, I would say, you know, I haven't offered nearly as many as I have in past years. And so I really want to explore what 2023 will look like. You know, of course, we will have Magical May. That is the one that has been consistent through the years. But I also want to look at bringing back Summer in Flow and potentially Autumn Abundance, maybe bring back a line at the end of the year. So there's all these different things that we've done through the the last several years that I want to kind of look at and see how can what can we bring back? What do we want to bring in new? Um, the magnetized course will be refreshed and renewed. So there's just there's a lot of refinements and elevation that I want to do. And then I know some of you have asked for an in-person experience, and I would love to open myself up to the potential of that in 2020. 23. I think that would be an amazing thing to cultivate. And then, of course, I want to really continue to foster the the beautiful experience that is the season sessions because I just love it so much and the community that is in there loves it. And so those are the things that I want to cultivate. Moving on to release and what I'm releasing this year is looking to outside experts for the answers and hiring outside experts for my expansion. So I this year have dabbled in putting my financial resources and time into some opportunities and support that I really was hopeful would help me grow as a business and get the word out to, you know, newer people within the community. But as it turned out, none of those uh, opportunities really landed the way that I had hoped and certainly the way that the people who I was hiring had hoped, you know, when I have full faith and belief that when I hired these individuals, they, you know, did everything that they could within their power to to really help my business. And for whatever reason, things just didn't land. They didn't settle. They didn't bloom the way that 
anybody had hoped. And that's fine. I think that that's totally okay. Of course, it's not a fun experience to go through. And my mind can look at it and be like, oh, that was a waste of time and money. But I really don't think it is a waste because I learned a lot through these experiences. And I've come to a conclusion that at least for this next year, 2023, I really want to value and turn to the the experts and team members that we already have. So like I said, Jessica is amazing and incredible. And I don't think that we have fully tapped into all that she can bring to this company. And then I also have an incredible photographer whose images I am still loving from our photo session at the end of 2019. So I adore Angela. She is incredible. She's been on the podcast, Angela Duran, and she is absolutely like part of my team. And I know that whenever I need new images or anything like that, she is like my go-to resource. And then, of course, we have our podcast editors, Caitlin and Philip, who are this amazing husband and wife team with three little girls. And they have done so much for my company, for this podcast to support me. And I... Anytime I have a guided meditation or audio in my courses, Caitlin and Philip have had their magic, you know, sprinkled in on that. And so I just, I appreciate them so, so much. They are my absolute support and resource in anything audio. And that's great. That's all, that's all I need. I just want to get back to this year, my roots of sharing creative inspiration, of practicing this alignment and flow that I share with all of you and with my clients. And I really just want to get grounded in intuition and joy and, and do the things. And if I don't have the capacity to do something and nobody on my team does, then that means that we're not going to do it right now. And I don't need to look outside for that that growth or that validation or the, the creativity. Like we have everything that we need for this 2023 year. And that feels so, so good. So what I'm ready to receive in business is aligned connections and invitations and new clients. So I am a emotional projector <laughs> in human design and one of those things if you've if you've explored human design is projectors are empowered to wait for the invitation and do the things that they want to do and feel called to do, sharing about them, but not in a way that is inviting themselves into the conversation, but waiting for their own invitations. So that's something that I feel, you know, desire to lean into this year. I just want to kind of open the door, so to speak, and welcome in new energy, new inspiration, and be receiving of that same welcoming, cozy, comfortable, elevated energy. So hopefully that makes sense. And that wraps up my my business year in review. So now let's go into style. So this year, style has been a big theme for me for whatever reason in my home and in my clothing and wardrobe. So the thing I'm celebrating is just elevating, elevating my home style, elevating my clothing style, hiring a designer. Um, her name's Jenna Barton for our house. We actually hired her in the summer of 2021. And then most of the transformation and the work happened this year. It turned out to be much more 
of a massive project in terms of time, especially than what I was originally anticipating. But the biggest transformations that have happened in the home that I feel like were worth celebrating. We had the whole house painted. We changed all the light fixtures. We replaced all of the standard builder mirrors to, you know, more custom pieces. We have a lot of new furniture and then whatever pieces we kept, you know, we made sure that they are placed and used in a way that matches the new aesthetic. And overall, the house just feels, oh, and we also got window treatments, which changed the look so, so much. So all of that, you know, work together with all of Jenna's incredible creativity and wisdom. It just now feels like the house matches my insides in a way that makes me so happy. And I think the rest of the family, you know, my husband included, like everybody kind of played along and the house definitely is beautiful. You know, there's like, you can't argue that. So I'm, I'm super, super happy with that. And it feels good. In clothing style, that all really got kicked off by a few things. One, you know, I think a lot of us post-pandemic started to feel like, wow, I don't have any real clothing anymore that I actually want to wear because we stayed home for so long and just really stepped up our cozy game and didn't have clothing to wear out of the house. On top of that, I had my third pregnancy and gained a lot of weight in that pregnancy. And as it turned out, Neil weighed 10 pounds, seven ounces at birth. So he was three pounds more than his brother at birth. So I had a giant baby and a body that has taken a lot longer to recover. I'm also 37. So I'm not, you know, super, super young to be having a third baby. And so it's just taken my body a while to kind of get to a place that um, feels more like me. And if you've been through that experience, then I know you relate. But I, I reached a point this year, the beginning of the year, when I still, I wanted to get dressed and I wanted to feel good in my clothes. And then simultaneously in February, my husband gave me a Chanel bag for Valentine's Day. I did not ask for it. I did not expect it. I in no way even really had the awareness to know how much I would like a Chanel bag. Um, It is the classic flap in black caviar. It has silver hardware. It's like the classic Chanel bag. And what he unintentionally did in giving me this incredible gift is really kicking off a new renewed interest in fashion and in dressing the body that I have. So I reached out to a stylist here in Austin. Her name is Natalie Frazier. Her business is Closet Curator. So if you're local and you want to, you know, have the help of a stylist who is isn't a stylist to the stars, but a stylist to regular everyday women with regular everyday bodies. Natalie is so amazing. And what working with her this year has really done is just help spark that love and delight for clothing and for the body that I have right now. And she's helped me invest in pieces that will grow with me in time and that will fit me no matter, you know, if my body gets a little bigger, a little smaller, um, which it has been getting smaller. It's just kind of on its own trajectory at this point. Um, But I'm, I'm just loving 
fashion. And I'm so happy with my closet now. It feels like a little store. Everything in it, you know, fits me and looks good and works together. And so I just have so much to celebrate in the the style category of my life right now. In terms of what I want to cultivate in 2023, I am not expecting or anticipating a lot of growth here. I just really want to enjoy what I have and really be in the energy of appreciation and like being in this gorgeous space and being in these gorgeous clothes and being satisfied and delighted by that. So that's what I'm cultivating. And I think if anything, you know, I might have the desire to accessorize and play in the home and in my clothing. But the thing I'm releasing that kind of goes along with all of this is just any desire for perfection and any desire of a need to to fix and finish anything because especially in the home there's always uh, there's always things that you know could be tweaked or changed or elevated and same thing with clothing like every week you know brands come out with new clothing and so i'm really releasing that like constant desire for perfection. And what I really want to receive is aligned ways to share my home with others. And if anything in style in 2023, I kind of want to receive and be in the energy of maybe stepping up my sexy style game. <laughs> I've kind of have the the wardrobe that I've cultivated and kind of the key pieces that I have this year are very classic and they are very uh you know some of it's sophisticated and I told Natalie at the beginning of the year like I want to buy clothing that I would be also happy wearing when I'm 70. <laughs> Well, so I very much have this like, you know, like uh, coastal grandmother kind of like vibe going on in, in some of my clothing. And recently I, I went to the Lizzo concert with some girlfriends uh, several weeks ago and I'm invited to some some parties coming up and I'm like, you know, it would be fun to have a slightly like playful and spicy side to some of my clothing. And that's just, it's not in my closet right now. So that's the thing that I'm kind of receiving is just more playful sharing kind of energy in the home. And then in my, in my style, maybe it's like makeup and hair that I play with a little bit more, but just receiving kind of that energy of, of play and joy and delight in all areas. So in health and body, I am celebrating nursing and breastfeeding all three of my babies to one years old. Um, Merritt, I actually nursed till she was two, but Neil weaned himself. I don't think I've shared this on the podcast, but my third baby, Neil, weaned himself a week before his birthday. It was like he nursed, he nursed, he nursed. And then the next day, he just didn't ever nurse again. And it totally caught me off guard. I thought that we were going to have to like make it a thing and, you know, nurse him on. This is the last day I'm nursing him. Last time I'm nursing him. Okay, we're not nursing anymore. 
all of that. And it just stopped. And honestly, it was kind of hard for me because I was not expecting it. But now on the, you know, several months later on the other side of things, I'm just so happy and delighted that we made it to a year and he didn't wean at like six months because that would have been a new experience for me. And and I imagine it would have been hard. Um, But it being at a year and him being such a big baby and loving solids and being such a great eater, it just was like exactly what needed to happen. And it was so, it was so easy in the sense of like, I didn't have to lift a finger. It was hard mentally because I was like, wait a second, I wasn't ready. You didn't tell me, why aren't we nursing? And I would like offer milk (laughs) all the time to him. And he just was not having it. He would not even try it. So I'm celebrating nursing all three babies to one or older and flowing with the ups and downs of my body this year. I have been on a bit of a body roller coaster. I mentioned the weight, but there was also, I had this really, really weird back injury happen in the middle or early part of this year where I just basically woke up one morning and my whole body was crooked and it was so painful. And I went to a bunch of different experts and healers and all the things and nobody really could tell me what was happening or what would make it better. And the thing that made it better was just time. (laughs) It's just time. And at this exact moment right now, I have had an extreme reaction to an acid, at-home acid facial thing that I thought when I was doing it, it was a sample. And it appeared to me, to my careless, thoughtless mind that it was going to be super gentle and like no big deal. And the next morning I woke up and my whole face felt like it was like on fire. It was bright red and bumpy and swollen. And I'm on day four of it still. The reaction is still healing. My face is still swollen. Like I can't go out in public right now. I mean, I am to like drop off the kids and do things. And it's a lot better than it was, but I've had to like cancel my workouts because I don't want to like sweat or create heat in my body. Like (laughs) this like face thing is, it's, it's very strange. And yet I still, I'm like, overall, I have such a sense of vitality and well-being and happiness in my body, even when things have kind of gone astray. (laughs) So I'm really celebrating that I'm kind of in a place in my life and in my personal growth and all of it where I am allowing the body to be whatever it is. I'm trying to support it in nourishing, gentle ways. And um, at least from this little latest face situation, I've learned that like the skin products that I use are amazing and good. And I don't need to go hunting or finding or experimenting with new stuff. Because if I could rewind the clock and just have the face I had a week ago, I totally would. (laughs) In terms of what I want to cultivate in 2023, I'm really interested and excited by the ideas of vitality and longevity and timelessness in my body. 
I was talking to my husband the other day and he's, you know, started to to get back into his fitness again. It's like, you know, we're outside of the fog of having our third baby and and he just turned one at uh, in September. So, you know, it's like we're, we're starting to come back to life and, and reclaim our time and do a little bit more for ourselves. And uh, we were talking about how I'm 37, he's 38. And this is kind of the time in life when if you can get fit and healthy and really connect to longevity and vitality that you can almost press pause on the clock. Like if you can lock in your habits and your health and and feel really good about yourself, then sometimes there really isn't that much difference between a super healthy, you know, 47-year-old and a slightly, you know, unhealthy 37-year-old. So there's this like space and timelessness that can happen in health. And both really fortunate to have parents who value health and that are have a, a sense of vitality and that are taking care of themselves. And that's super, super inspiring to see that generation ahead of us doing the things and living life and being engaged and inspired and taking care of their bodies. And so that's something that is like a, a really big value of ours and seeing him do that stuff. And then me, you know, doing, it just feels really good. So that's something I want to continue to cultivate next year. The thing I want to release is the same thing as in style. I want to release this desire for perfection and it isn't even an internal desire. It is like so baked in society, right? It is so part of mass consciousness and common culture. And all of that is just like perfection, fixing, improving, and all of that with the body and with health especially. And I want to to release those patterns of speech and behavior when they come through my awareness because they do not serve me. So that's what I'm releasing. And what I'm receiving is more joy and ease in my body and in my health. And when I'm in that energy of receiving joy and ease, I feel healthier. And so that's what I'm focusing on there. I hope that you're enjoying this very extended podcast (laughs) because I'm not even halfway through these uh, reflections and we're still here. So maybe if you're, you know, getting a little tired and like, oh, this is a long one, Kayleen, you can come back in bits and pieces. But this is the last episode of the year. So I'm just going for it. Uh, We're heading into motherhood and family. And the thing I'm celebrating, a few things. I'm, I'm celebrating traveling as a family of three for the first time this year. And we did quite a, a bit of travel. And it was not nearly as terrible as my mind thought it would be. Granted, my kids are six, four, and one. So, you know, the older ones are, are pretty easy traveling and the little one will be, you know, potentially harder next year as he becomes even more mobile. But I'm so glad that we we did the travel that we did. Um, I also want to celebrate my son, our oldest son, Owen's 
obsession and love for chess. That is the thing that he is so into right now. He plays chess constantly with us on his iPad at school. He's just chess obsessed and it's really, really fun. It's the first thing that we've seen him kind of find and love so passionately. Um, Our daughter Merit is just so delightful and such a, a dream middle child. I mean, she's so amazing. And she's really gotten into swimming and she's thriving in it, which of course I was a collegiate swimmer. I swam my whole life. I did not swim when I was four, the way she is. I didn't learn how to swim really until I was probably about six. And then I started swimming competitively on a team when I was seven. So she's already leaps and bounds ahead of me. She's doing flip turns. Like it is just so cool and she loves it. And so I'm really happy about that and just want to celebrate that. And then little Neil is just blooming so wonderfully. He's on his own time schedule. He, you know, just started walking, whereas his sister was walking at like nine or 10 months. And so at 14 months, he starts walking. He is just the sweetest baby. He's got a shining personality. And I'm really in a place that I'm so grateful that he is who he is and I am who I am in this stage of life where I can fully appreciate how like delightful and wonderful he is and still stay open to to what happens next. Like I'm not trying to save this moment. I'm not trying to lock things in. I'm just being in a place of appreciating him as he is right now, knowing that he is going to continue to grow and change so rapidly the way that little babies do. I'm also celebrating coming out a little bit more about my relationship with my mom and my motherhood journey this year. In my business, in my messaging, and what I talk about, I I hadn't really talked too much about working with moms and about motherhood. I never really wanted to talk about parenting, but coming to a place where I can talk about self-mothering and sharing ideas and strategies for giving yourself what you need in your life, in that motherhood, motherly energy, that is something that I feel really proud about that I want to continue to do. And I just really um, want to like celebrate myself in this journey in motherhood and in family. In terms of what I want to cultivate, I want to continue to cultivate patience, (laughs) patience, patience, patience with myself and my children. And along with patience comes presence and and self-mothering. Those are the things I want to cultivate is just more patience, more presence, and more energy spent in mothering myself and sharing that with this community. I want to release the looking ahead and anticipating and planning for what's next and be more in the present moment. I think that it's totally fine, helpful, and useful to know what lies ahead, but spending too much energy there, especially in motherhood, does not serve me. So that's what I'm releasing. And then I just want to receive more laughter, more snuggles, and the space and attention to fully receive those laughters, snuggles, special moments, insightful conversations with these growing little creatures. 
In terms of community, and by community, I mean this community, but also my friendships and my relationships with family, I just want to celebrate all of the in-person time that I have been able to have this year. It really felt like the first time that I got to get out and see people and spend time with people in a really meaningful way through travel, but also meeting up with friends here in Austin and making new friends. So I really just feel like some of it just comes in the meaningful connections. We don't have to be in person, but that in-person energy has just been something that I really appreciate and want to celebrate this year. In terms of what I want to cultivate, I want to just cultivate more of that, more meaningful, deep conversations, more time with family and friends in person. And so I don't necessarily desire cultivating more people in my life. I feel really amazing about the people who are in my life, but more time focused on them and on our relationship. And then I'm releasing, which is kind of funny in thinking about these two together, I'm releasing my desire and activity around outreach and planning and being the person who always makes the plans. In kind of the same vein of what I mentioned earlier with being a projector in human design, that is one of the insights in human design I have always kind of like taken with me is that I can wait for the invitation, but that isn't always my initial reaction. I am often the organizer and the planner and the plan maker. And I put all these things on my calendar. And then I am also the one that sometimes has to cancel plans. Like right now with my face being the way that it is and healing, it's healing. I know it's healing. But you know, when things come up, then I often have to cancel plans or reschedule plans. And I don't love that. So if I this year release some of that outreach energy and activity and then receive invitations or receive space, both of those things would be really nourishing for me in my zone of community. So the the release and receive are really paired nicely together. Um, And I feel like in relation to relationships and community, especially like I, me, Kayleen, is a piece of that. And so having that relationship with self is also very important, which is why spirit and self are the next category that I want to explore. And it's the last one to, to explore. So in terms of celebration, I am feeling really connected to my intuition. And I do really feel like I am thriving in my life. That doesn't mean that I don't have problems and hiccups and things that come in my life. But at the moment, I'm not feeling the desire to solve any big problems. And when things, small things come up, I am finding flow and comfort and support and love through myself and through the people in my life. And I recently had a call with Bella, Jess Lively, and we 
were talking about how I booked the call, like I scheduled the call without having like a big problem to solve. She starts the call with like, oh, how can I help you today, hun?" And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really have something that I need help with. I just wanted to, I felt called to schedule this. I felt drawn to you in, I mean, I've worked with and talked with Jess and followed her podcast for like over a decade. And I've never had a one-on-one session with her that wasn't like on stage in that that Pittsburgh recording of the Lively Show, if, if you were there or if you saw that, but I've never just had a one-on-one call with her and I just felt drawn to it. And so what we ended up talking a lot about was thriving and being in a place in life where you feel really good and when, you know, things come up, but that's okay. And how just in general society, we don't necessarily have a ton of examples of people thriving and flowing and listening to intuition without solving like big major problems. So that was an interesting and enlightening conversation for me. And it just kind of helped me connect to this allowing of my thriving and knowing and trusting that I don't have to earn the goodness in my life that isn't my job. It's not, I'm not here to earn it. I'm here to appreciate it. I'm here to honor it and love it and adore it. And in turn, honor and love and adore myself and my children and this community and my work. So I'm celebrating being in that place because I have not always been in that place. Like I have been in so many other places wanting to be in this place, miserable and confused and tired and all jumbled up and not sure how or when or why you know, I am where I am. And to to be here now and to know that like externally, not a whole lot has changed, that the change has happened inside and I don't know what's next and that's okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm very happy and grateful for that. And I, I want to celebrate that and share it with you. So in terms of what I want to cultivate within my spirit and myself are... I'm sure you're not surprised. Joy, magic, fun, beauty, laughter, right? (laughs) Like those are the things that I want to pour attention and intention into. And then the things that I want to release are old patterns, tired habits, patterns of conversation. The What I'm talking about when it comes to this is like I will say things in conversation And then maybe a minute or two later, it'll occur to me like, I don't even know if I believe that or I don't even know if I mean that or I'll say like something that's sort of a white lie in conversation because it's easier, but it's not really the truth, but it's close enough to the truth. And then like two minutes later, I'll be like, huh, that that really wasn't true. And so I'm interested in exploring, releasing some of that, all of it, if possible, Like when I say things that aren't true and I realize that, then in the moment of realization, sharing with myself, if it's internal or sharing with the person I'm talking to, if it's external, like, hold on a second, actually, I don't even think that's true. And like fixing the problem then, as opposed to like just letting it not 
go addressed. So I'm, I'm interested in releasing that way. And then in old patterns, in the tired habits, like just in the flow of everyday life, there is a momentum that comes through our lineage, comes through the way we were raised, comes through the pockets of society that you're a part of. And so if I am doing or being in a way that just feels habitual and is not supportive, I want to release that this year or explore releasing that. Like I'm not trying to clear house or anything. I'm just open to the idea of releasing some of that that's not serving me. And then in turn, I want to receive serendipity, magic, alignment, inspired action. And these energies of inviting that in just feel like so, so good to me. So that's it for my personal year in review. It feels like I've wrapped up 2022 really well, and I absolutely am going to do the journaling and reflection exercise of fast-forwarding into the future and looking at how this year in review might feel at the end of 2023. So if you feel called and inspired to do that, please do. And if you do, share it with me or share it with a friend. Send this episode to a friend, especially, you know, one that loves doing these sort of reflection practices, but maybe hasn't done it in a long time or hasn't in the last few years because of babies or career or whatever. And, you know, if you do have a little bit more time and you want to share a bit of appreciation, please leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Let's wrap up 2022 with a few more reviews from this community. You don't have to write much, just, you know, rate it five stars and then write a few sentences about why you like the show, why you're listening, what it means to you. Here's what IVF motherhood had to say. I look forward to Kayleen's podcast every week. It's like reconnecting with an old friend. Her easy approach to appreciating life and tuning into intuition makes listening effortless. I enjoy her podcast on walks or car rides, and I find myself coming back to re-listen often. So thank you so much, IVF Motherhood. That means so much. And if you want to leave a review, just open up the Apple Podcasts app, scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews, tap the five stars to rate, and then leave a little message. I read every single one and sharing your review really does help get the show in front of new members of this community who haven't heard us yet. And just a reminder to click the link in today's show notes to get all the links from the things mentioned and the opportunities to work with me, especially if you're interested in signing up for that winter solstice community Zoom on December 21st at 7 p.m. Central going to be $22 to join. And then of course, if you want to take advantage of that final guided meditation and inner voice journaling session on December 30th at 9 a.m. Central, I'd love to have you at both of those things. And if you're feeling the call to working with me in a deeper way, sign up for the gift of intuition, join the season sessions, do all the things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for an incredible 2022. And here is just so much love and excitement headed your way for all of the gifts and joy and magic that 2023 is going to bring. 
Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.